0: If you want to know what's wrong with us, we act like we don't know that song no more. If you want to know what's wrong with our community, we act like we don't know who's been keeping watch over us. I came to tell you, it's not vivid, it's not ringed that's been keeping watch over us it's not ADT no it's not AT&T home security that's been keeping watch over us it's the angels that's been keeping watch over us and when you forget that it's the angels you don't know nothing about our history And look, 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 when my Wi-Fi goes out, nobody's watching my house but the angels. Yeah, they don't just do it sometime, they do it all night. They do it all day. They've been watching over us. I don't know who you think been taking care of you. But it's the angel. So I'm sitting here, I'm listening. I just knew this one of them songs that the congregation gonna take. Because the congregation gotta know it, especially since it's February. Who in here hadn't been celebrating African American history, especially in the month of February? But I got to get up here and juice you this morning. I, I got to get up here and, and make you make you feel what you ought to feel anyway we're too comfortable we're too comfortable God been too good to us he been so good to us we forgot how good he been to us all night all day the angels been watching over us yeah all night all day the angels they been watching folk, folk don't even know folk don't even know how to play the organ like he just played that a few minutes ago one day I was uh, younger and I was eating a steak And at the time I started trimming the steak and didn't realize that I had cut the good tasting part off the steak and threw it away. Yeah, thought it was fat. Thought it wasn't no good. I hope you hear what I'm saying. We keep trimming stuff. We keep making it supposedly leaner and better. And what we're doing is taking the good stuff out of what we need. All night, all night, all night, all day, the angels. Why are you so up like that today? Well, today is technically the 16th anniversary of me starting here. Yeah, technically, today, yeah. So I'm just thinking about what was happening 16 years ago. I'm thinking about how good God has been all night and all day. I'm thinking about the faces that were looking at me 16 years ago. Many of them gone to glory right now. I'm thinking about all of that, right now. All of that, yeah, yeah. But the angels, the angels have been watching. Yeah, I know we celebrated on March, on the first Sunday in March. And there's one church member here who, for 16 years, has always remembered to come and leave something. They always leave it on the desk they left it this morning celebrating today because she remembers every year she left me a million-dollar check on the desk actually it was a million-dollar chocolate bar but I get the point I get the point and the sentiments in the car yeah Louise Sledge hadn't forgot one year in 16 years and not not she's not the only one she's not the only one I thank God for her memory and support and everything we thank God for y'all y'all know 16 years is a long time I can I can drive now (laughs) can I drive now Uh, can I drive the wheel now Uh, <laughs> I'm celebrating today because I see Tyrone Hall back here with us. Her. Yeah. all night all day the angels and he He's sitting next to Calvin Haynes, who just had a great big birthday. A great big old birthday. Yeah, he just turned 90 years old, and we thank God for Somebody take out your phone and Google and tell me how many days are in 90 years. How many days are in 90 years, because cause that's all night? All day. The angels been watching over him for 90, 90 years. Through the good. <laughs> the angels. The angels. I, I didn't want to insult anybody. Somebody in here may have been able to figure that in their head, but... Uh, Oh, he did hours. Same thing. Go ahead then, brother. Yeah, go, do minutes, seconds. Whatever it is, it's been the angels. Yeah. My Lord. Hadn't God been good to us? He's been looking out for us. Even when we didn't know enough to call on his name. Even when we weren't smart enough to understand how good he had been to us. Or wise enough to know that we're not so good that we deserve what God has been giving us. He's been good to us. He's he's been better to us than anybody else you can put on a list. Yeah, they can be your mama and your daddy. God's been better to us than all of them. And that's not to say they weren't good yeah but he's been better yeah when you start making a list out of the best start with God that's how it is and if you don't understand that then that's a fundamental lack of understanding who God is because God loved us anyway anyway through it all the ups the downs the ins and the outs he's been good to us Last week and the weeks before we've been starting into a sermon series called I am Jesus in his own his own words. Who does Jesus say he is? You ever ask anybody that question? Who are you? A lot of people don't have an answer because they don't know who they are. Jesus didn't have a problem telling folk who he was, defining himself, explaining to other people who he is. He made seven statements identifying who he is. We've been walking our way through those statements, trying to get a better understanding of who Jesus Christ actually is. And Last week we talked about Jesus Christ being the gate. The in and the out to the sheepfold. The sheepfold in his story is the kingdom of God. And so what he's saying is I'm the way you get in and I'm the way you come out. I don't know that we understood fully. I tried to make sure we understood that Jesus is saying once I let you in the sheepfold, then you have the ability to come in and go out and I'm taking care of you. Because that's what he does as the gatekeeper. Comes in and go out. I love the fact that he used the analogy or the comparison to a shepherd. Because if you look back through the history of scripture, many a shepherd has been called into service by the Lord. That seems to be a chosen profession of people who were called into service by God. He used some kings, some princes, but he used a lot of shepherds. I wonder if y'all know that in your Bible study. You notice know Abraham was a shepherd. Isaac was a shepherd. Jacob was a shepherd. Job was a shepherd. Moses was a shepherd. Of course we know that David, David was a shepherd. God loves using shepherds, and so it makes sense that if Jesus is sitting in a gathering of people and trying to explain to them who he is, it makes sense that he's going to use a familiar subject. And in that day and time, being a shepherd was a familiar familiar topic. And so he tells them in part two of this lesson found in John chapter 10. This week, verses 10 through 21. We did the top part of the chapter last year. I mean last week when he said, I am the gate. But in verses 10 through 21, he said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd. Not just a shepherd. He said, I'm the good shepherd. He starts out the parable by telling folks that there's one who comes in that you ought to be wary of. He says his name is the thief. And the thief has one purpose. That's to mess you up fact he says specifically the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy but he said but I'm come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly he said I am the good shepherd the good shepherd is so good He says that he'll give his life for his sheep. The good shepherd. Do you know that there's a thief running around here? Have you paid attention to him? He's trying to destroy your life. Because that's his job. You ought not be shocked to hear there's a thief. The Bible's been telling us for a long time that there's a thief. For a long time. So my question to you is knowing and hearing perhaps that there's a thief among you. Are you ready? Are you ready to deal with the thief that's in your life? In the parable that Jesus, in the story that Jesus is talking, the wolves are the thieves. I don't know who the thief is in your life, but I bet you got one. I bet you got somebody in your life who's fulfilling the role as a thief. Somebody, please help (laughs) them. Distraction is a thief. Make you not understand what's going on. Not pay attention. You got thieves in your life who will tear down what you have built up. You can build your life. I mean, you can can take your whole life building up something. And in an instant, they'll tear it down. And they'll tear it down for no other reason than tearing down sake. Doesn't benefit them at all. All they know is you messed up. Because they don't care about you. They don't care about you, and they don't care about your family or your children either. They will tear your world apart. They're thieves. But you ought to be assured that if you are in the sheepfold with Jesus, he knows you. And he can protect you from the thief. Somebody ought to say amen to that. You ought to say amen because he's been protecting you. He's been running thieves out your life and you didn't even know it. Yeah, because the good thing about the shepherd is that while you're sleeping, he's working. While you're not paying attention, he's chasing thieves out of your life. When you're unaware, thieves are getting chased away from you. You ought to know that Jesus Christ is the shepherd who's looking out for you. The question is, do you know that? I can't make too large a point of it because it's so awesome what he does for us. Some reason we think that we're too intuitive and we know everybody that's about it. I came to tell you thieves are crafty. Yeah, that's why they've always used the analogy that a thief will come in in your life in sheep's clothing. You'll be standing next to somebody who's a thief and actually he's looking like a sheep. Only the true shepherd can know him because he knows he's not one of his own come on now you know I know what I'm talking about because I've read it here in the Bible Jesus said I called all of you he said I called all of you all 12 of the disciples in fact he said I called all of you and Judas he knew Judas was a thief and yet he called him anyway why because the Shepherd knows his own He let the thief walk with him and he let the thief talk with him. He let the thief play with him and let the thief eat with him. He let him do all those things. Why? Because the shepherd knows his own. He knows the thieves that's in your life too. In fact, he knows you just a thief. He knows if you're playing. You ought not play with God. You ought not. You ought to know that he knows you. And he knows what you're up to. Didn't he tell Judas that the one who sops with me in the bowl? We're gonna do the Lord's Supper in a minute. He said, The one who's at the table that I give a sop to is a thief. And the Bible says that the one he gave a sop to was Judas, son of Iscariot. He gave it to him. And then when he gave him the sop, for those of you who don't know what a sop is, who haven't seen your mama or your grandmama with a plate in front of them and they take a little piece of bread and run it through some pot liquor some of y'all been sopping and didn't know it (laughs) and you take that you take that bread and you put it in somebody's mouth that's how they used to feed babies before they had infant meal and all that stuff. The mama would take a piece of bread and wet it down. She might even put it in her mouth and chew it just a little bit. And then she'd give it to Junior. And Junior would get the nourishment that came from it. But Jesus honored the thief at the Lord's table, Lord's supper table, by giving him a sop. You know how he honored him? He gave him the blessing of awareness. In other words, I know what you're doing. And so he gave him a sock and then he said, what you're about to do, go and do it quickly. And Judas got up and ran out of there and finished his pattern of thievery and destruction. Oh, oh, Jesus knows his sheep. He knows how to look out for you and and look at this. He'll come get you when you're in trouble. Because he knows his sheep. He'll come get you. He knows some of you have missed the point of the benefit of flock. There is safety and blessing in the flock. You're in trouble when you get out there by yourself. A sheep alone away from the flock is in trouble whenever you want to get in big trouble you probably find yourself getting out there by yourself you start leaving the familiar leaving the known leaving what you are used to and you find yourself away from the stuff that's gotten you where you are going that's the devil's energy and that's how his, his strategy works he's designed to push you apart from the flock you know why because there's strength in numbers Oh, there's a blessing in being in the flock. Can can I make it plain to you? There's a reason why the Bible said that the shepherd would leave the 99 and go get the one. He goes to get the one because the one that's by himself is in trouble. The 99 can help take care of themselves. They're all right. It's the one out there by himself that's in trouble. He knows the sheep. He'll come get you. Anybody but me ever had to become God? Get out there. Think you know where you're going. Think you know what you're doing. Realize I done made a wrong turn somewhere. My mental GPS ain't working no more. Somebody need to come see about me. If you're young in here and listening to me, just wait. One of the problems of being young is thinking you know everything. And the enemy uses the fact that you think you know everything to mess you up. Mess you up. He keeps on stroking you. You right. They don't know what they're talking about. They old. They ain't never been down this road before. Yeah, yeah. They never knew love like this before. They just don't want y'all to be together. That's all. Because y'all got a unique kind of love. A once-in-a-lifetime kind of love. Yeah, y'all gonna make the same mistake, the same baby everybody else made, you gonna make. Why? Because you're listening to a thief to a deceiver, and he's lying to you, and you're listening to him. Look, 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 Jesus not only knows his sheep, he knows the needs of the folk who come to him. He knows your needs. He probably knows them, no, no, not probably, he knows them better than you do. Yeah, look, the sheep, I mean, the, the, the thief comes in to scatter folk. I told you he wants to separate you. So when you find folk who are not talking unity, watch out. When you see them talking uh, 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 exclusivity, that kind of stuff, when everybody's not included in the conversation, watch out. Yeah, because the enemy don't want us together. They want us apart. They want to separate it because they can't handle all of us together. We'll fight back. And we'll fight back. Oh yeah, it's one thing to get a brother on the road when his dog by himself. You you might have me there. But don't let me get a call in to my cousins. You gonna have some fight back on you. If me and my cousins or my brothers, even if it's a neighbor or another brother that just scared, he might be in the same situation. You got a problem on your hand. Yeah, because we're going to fight till fight ain't in us no more. You need to know, Jesus knows. He knows our needs. And so some of you are struggling right now because you think nobody cares about you. He knows. Yeah, the wolf has been having his way with you, the enemy. He's been tearing you up. Yeah, he's got you cornered. He's making you think that you're all by yourself and that you're about to be devoured. Can I tell you, Jesus knows. He knows what you're going through. And he knows how to come and to rescue you. And he's gonna take take care of you. The enemy knows that ultimately he can't defeat the shepherd. He knows that the shepherd wins in the end. But the first thing you gotta do is get Out of yourself because you my friend become the worst enemy that you have you got to start listening to other folk outside your circle and believing the things they tell you some of you have gotten used to being alone that's a dangerous thing at a certain point in your life trying to be alone don't want nobody to know your business Can I tell you, at a certain time, your business becomes known to everybody. One way or another. You ought to at least do it on your own terms and tell folk. Love the flock. Why is Jesus the good shepherd? Why does he care so much about us? What is it about us that makes him love us? Well, first of all, you should know that he loves us because God loves us. And he loves us because God made us to be loving. It's that willful, sinful nature that's in us that messes up the relationship between us and the Lord. And there's something in you that's always fighting back when you get a taste of God. It's always fighting to get back into a right relationship with God. You got Adam in you, but if you ever get Jesus in you, You just want more, more of the Lord. Yeah, you got two Adams in you. Why is he the good shepherd? Well, the first thing, you need to know he's the good shepherd because he gives salvation to a lost soul. Oh, yes. When you're lost and you spout, Jesus, look at this. John 10 and 11 said, I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. He's not... The Bible uses this term a hireling, a hireling. You ought to be concerned if you have a savior in your life who's only a hireling. Is that possible? Well, some of us sell ourselves short and we'll follow anybody. We'll follow somebody who won't be around when the going gets tough. He'll take out and run. Why is that? Maybe I should put it into a today context because people don't know what a hireling is. Right. Uh-huh. Y'all know what a hireling is. Now, don't get me wrong. In the Bible context, don't be offended by this terminology, but a hireling in the Bible context would have been a temp employee. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. A temporary employee. He just came for the job. He don't care nothing about the sheep. I'm just trying to get the pay today. And so when the going gets tough, he gets going. And that's why they use the term a hireling. Because a hireling is gonna look out for himself first, he's not gonna protect the owner's assets. And Jesus Christ came only to protect the owner's assets only to take care of those that belong to the Lord that's his sole purpose in coming and so he lets you know I'm the good shepherd I'm so good that unlike the temporary person not only will I fight the enemy I'll actually give my life for you because that's how much I love you and that's what he did he gave his life for the sheep Romans Chapter 10, 9 and 10 says that if you just confess, just confess it with your mouth that He is the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that He's been raised from the dead, you can be saved. You can be in His family. He'll let you in His sheepfold. 10 says, For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. Not born righteous, but believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. He gives salvation to those who believe in him and become a part of his family. Not only that, he's hope for people who are hopeless. What does a hopeless person look like? Have you seen somebody lately that's hopeless? You have. A hopeless person is smiling. A hopeless person is talking to you and telling you what's going on in their world. A hopeless person sits next to you at work every day. A hopeless person came and sat down next to you in a worship service. A hopeless person. It might be your sister. Your brother. A hopeless person. It might feel all those roles and like might be your mom your dad it might be your pastor who struck hopeless person looks like anybody else I don't know what makes y'all think that somebody that's hopeless got a big H on their forehead and broadcasting to everybody that they're hopeless but you know and I know that there's some folk running around here who are indeed hopeless looking for something Now, you say it should not be that if you're in the house of the Lord that you ought to be hopeless. But the truth of the matter is, this is exactly what folk need to come when they're hopeless. And they ought to find somebody that's got an answer for them about the hopelessness that they have. And I came to tell you today that you can put your hope in Jesus. He won't let you down. I know it's hard putting your hope in somebody you can't see or feel or touch. But I believe I got some witnesses in here who understand that Jesus is a rock when you're weary. Somebody in here understands that Jesus, faith in him can help you to be healed when you got something that ails you, ails you. Jesus is the one who can help you when days have gone bad just trusting in him so many people in Scripture have become ones who can testify about how good Jesus is because they too have been have been hopeless watch this second Thessalonians 2 16 and 17 says now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God even our father which has loved us and has given us an everlasting hope and good hope through grace Comfort your heart and establish you in every good word and good work. He's given us an everlasting, the Bible says, consolation and good hope. He sees about us. He takes care of us. He nurtures us and he wants us to do well. He's hope for folk when they're hopeless. Not only that, I love this fact that Jesus is the Good Shepherd because he gives us a position in his family. He gives us a place in his family. Some people were born secured in a family. They knew their place. But there are other people who didn't know so much where they fit in. They always felt like they didn't fit in. I don't fit in, I don't know my place. Everybody else has got a role in the family, but I don't have a role in the family. I love the fact that Jesus gives you security and a knowledge that you belong in his family. It's not the oldest or the youngest just positionally. It's not the issues that go with being a middle child or a knee baby, as we say. It's just the fact that you are in his family that lets you know that you are loved and taken care of not only that he opens heaven up for all of us who are believers in him people today would buy up all the tickets to heaven if they could you and i needn't worry we wouldn't be able to afford one because the prices would be so high I assure you that the top top 1% that's got all the wealth in the world would secure every heaven ticket there was if you could buy a ticket into heaven and I'm so happy today that Jesus Christ made a way for anybody to get to heaven those that have and those that don't have because we'd be in trouble right now if heaven could be bought by mankind and I'm I'm telling you right now you wouldn't even know that was a heaven That's true. if mankind could buy his way into heaven but he loves us enough to tell you that you can go from having nothing materially in this world and still live eternally with him in his riches and his glory All for the price of loving him and being faithful unto him. He opened heaven for you. That's why he's the good shepherd. And all he asks you to do, church, is to follow him. That's all. Just follow him. That's a small price, it seems, and yet it becomes so difficult for us to do. He's laid a foundation and a way for us to get back to heaven. Get back to the glory that God had established for us because he had already given it to mankind and we messed it up. He provided a way for us to get back there. All he wants us to do is follow us. Be followers. That's all. Because that's what sheep do. They follow the shepherd. He leads you. Songwriter says, where he leads me, I will follow. He's a good shepherd. Look at this, along the way, while he's leading me back to heaven, the Bible tells me, cast that he'll lead me beside some still waters. Because I know I'm gonna get thirsty on the way. And the Bible says that he tells us that, that if we drink of the water that he gives, that we'll never thirst again. But in addition to that spiritual thirst being quenched, he also gives us physical nourishment along the way we would question what kind of God he is if he didn't take care of our right now needs just waiting on the tomorrow needs. I came to tell you he's not only a God that I look forward to serving on the other side I'm thankful that I can serve him on this side songwriter says serving the Lord is gonna pay off but I came to tell you serving the Lord will pay off right now you line your life up with him. I've heard too many young folk come in here and tell me that they started serving the Lord and, and they said that everything was going all right till I started going to church and then things messed up. And what they didn't realize is they were already messed up. And the reason things looked like it was wrong, because wrong was running from them. And they were wondering why wrong was running off of them because wrong and right can't stay in the same place that's why friends don't treat me like they used to since I laid my burden down he's an example he's an example for us to follow do you have an example in your life to follow do you have somebody that you can follow. Paul was, was arrogant in his. He said, follow me as I follow Christ. Do you have somebody who shows you right, tells you wrong, somebody you trust, somebody you listen to? You ought to have somebody in your life. And can I tell you this, Wayne? you know, when you got somebody in your life and they ain't with you no more, you feel an ache in your heart because then you still have to find your way through this life. And you don't have the counsel that you used to have. Yeah, it's hard trying to make it on your own. But I got to tell you this right now. Follow Jesus. Follow Jesus. He won't steer you wrong. He won't lead you into the wrong places. I tell you this now, he'll stop you from going to the wrong places if you listen to him. His Holy Spirit is with you if you listen to him. Not only does he give us an example to follow, I love this, he has a reward for those who are overcomers. Yeah, he has a reward for us. I I don't know what kind of reward you're seeking in life. I have to be the one to tell you, you might not get it. You might not. Some folks still waiting on the lottery as a reward. That's an award. Yeah, some some folks still trying to hit it like that. Yeah, throwing away everything, trying to get one thing. I don't know. That's your business if you want to give your money away like that. I'm not knocking you one way or the other, but that's not the reward I want. No, 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 no. There's something more valuable than that. Can I tell you what's more valuable than that? Peace is valuable. (laughs) And my Bible says he will keep you in perfect peace. But he just asked one thing of you. He just wants you to keep your mind. Come on, somebody else has heard the same thing. Peace is valuable, unity is valuable. Yeah, not having strife in your life is a valuable thing. People will go to great lengths. Not to have division and not to have strife. They'll give away things that seem more valuable to other folk. But I came to tell you today that unity is much more valuable than stuff, than position, than title. Can't we all, Rodney said, (laughs) just get along. Seemed like it ought to have been in the Bible somewhere. It made that much sense. Seemed like somebody who wasn't in trouble should have been saying it. But maybe, just maybe, he knew the value of getting along more than other folk. Which is why he could say, can't we all just get along? But the last thing I need to tell you, and I'm out of your way, the Good Shepherd will take care of you. He'll do all these things for you. He's an example for you to follow. The good shepherd knows you. He's hope for folk who are hopeless. He's he's eternal life to folk who just want to believe, who want to believe. He gives you a position in his family. He does all these things. He opens up heaven for you, and he just asks one thing for you, from you. Just one thing. All he asks is that you make a decision. He just wants you to choose him. That's all. Now, in the big scheme of things, for all that he's given to us, it wouldn't seem that what he's asking of us is a big thing. And yet, there are people who struggle with it all their lives. All he asks is that you make a decision and choose him. That's all. Choose to follow him. He's not going to drag you into his relationship against your will. He simply wants you to choose him. Have you made that choice? That's the question. Look, 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 look. John 4, 10 and 4 says, And when he put forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him. Why? Because they know his name know his voice and a stranger they will not follow but they'll run from him for they know not the voice of strangers do you know him? have you chosen him I didn't pull that video up again this week but I, I want to remind you, last week I showed a video of a shepherd standing in an open field calling for his sheep and all he did was say come now come now Come, come now. Can you imagine there on the horizon, Jesus Christ comes from the sky, and all he does is say to everyone who would be his, "Come now, come now." My question to you is, will you come? Will you be able to come to him when he calls, when he bids you come? Will you be able to do it? The Bible says that if you have confessed that he is Lord, then you'll know that he's your shepherd. And when he calls, you'll come. Do you know him? Have you heard his voice? Let's not complicate this. Have you made a decision to follow Jesus? i decided to follow Jesus. The Bible says that decision secures for me a place in eternal glory. Can I tell you something? There's a songwriter who says no turning back. No turning back. I came to tell you, I don't want to turn back. Amen. Amen. I decided that I want to follow him. Have you decided right now, if you've made a decision that you want to follow Jesus Christ, and you want to make a public declaration of that, we can accept that decision and baptize you. Perhaps that's not the case. Maybe, Maybe you've decided that you need a church family that believes in the things that you believe in, unity and peace and all those things, if those are your decisions today, today is your day. Right now is the time. We've been waiting. (laughs) We've been waiting. We've been wondering. We've been wondering. doors of our church are wide open. Whosoever will, let them come right now.